Welcome to the Gotham Random Tea Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 21, The Anvil or the Hammer. Yay! <laughs> it was uh, directed by Paul A. Edwards, who also directed The Mask. Um, he also directed for Sleepy Hollow, The Lesser Key of Solomon, <gasps> Necromancer, and the Season 2 finale. He did, I don't even remember the Season 2 finale right now, but Lesser Key of Solomon Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. and an episode of uh, Supernatural <gasps> where where Cass wanted to be the hunter. Oh, Hunter Hiroshi. So yeah, Hunter Hiroshi. That was that was the the Bugs Bunny yes. or Looney Tunes one. Yes, <clears throat> yes. So um, Sorry. so yeah, he just, he directed this. it, and it was written by Jordan Harper, who I have nothing for. Nothing. I didn't. No previous. I didn't really see anything on there that was of note. Okay, but no previous Gotham episodes or anything. Mm-mm. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. This late in the season. Yeah. Maybe they brought somebody in. Who knows? Yeah, maybe they brought somebody in that they felt could do a season finale. Or who wasn't, like, completely just tired of Barb. Like us. you know the writers were probably like, oh, that's Please don't make again. me write Barb. Please <laughs> don't horrible. make me write Barb. Bar- Bar- Barb. Borb? Borb? We could call her Borb. I'm okay with she that. She really is. <laughs> so. All right. You ready? You ready to get into well, the recap? Or you want to... How'd you feel about it? it? I liked it. I thought it was okay. Because, I mean, next week is our finale. Yeah. This is the 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 storm before the storm. <laughs> Somehow the word There's calm. no calm, so. There is no calm. No. No. Uh, I thought it was good. It I thought was, it was serviceable. It, it, theirs was that up, it, the building. Yeah. Was in, uh, English words. Mm-hmm. Hand motions. Hand motions just work so much better, but somehow <laughs> they don't get recorded. So, yeah, it was not a bad episode. Yeah. It wasn't it's, as jumpy as some of the other ones in the past. No. It was, I mean, it was it, better. Yeah, it was better. So Better-er. Better-er. So. All right, you want to get to the recap? Okay, so. I know you do. You know you're in trouble when the first word of your recap is Barb. She, uh, so she's with the ogre, and he wants her to stay. Well, and she, it, yeah, she's made it through the, he's pulling the exact same crap. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. We already saw this happen with the first victim. Yeah. Um, and so he's pulling this shit again. But then he, like, tells her. At first, I was going to kill you. I'm like, he's honest. That's true. He's an honest, honest, demented psycho. Something. Yeah. You know, Barb. well, he, know, he knows Barb. He, he knows, knows her. He does. <laughs> he saw something in her. The horrible, terribly written character. I mean, person that she is. Yes. Yes. That's really bad if you, if you attract a serial killer. I know. <laughs> he's like, this is the lady I want to be with. <laughs> But you do have to give her a little credit because she does do the smart thing and tries to run, unlike our first victim. Well, but I also noticed um, the elevator opens directly into the penthouse. Mm-hmm. The, he's locking that shit down. Well, but do you see the door? Yeah. The door was massive. Yeah. But she made she made an effort. She did. She made an effort, so she gets like one point for that. She should have clocked him or something, though. Yeah. Like, like like you said, uh, I think you told me earlier she should have hit him with a handbag or something. Well, that was the first victim the first, who had yeah. like her clutch purse in her hand. Yeah, I mean you could have just that's whacked a, at that least right a across. distraction. That's a good whack. Of course, it could have just pissed him off too. But you know, well, anything's gonna piss him off. He nuts. Good point. So uh, so yeah, he tells her he originally meant to kill her until he saw how special she was, and it's it's gross. Barb is anything but yeah. special. <laughs> She's not the special. She's not the special. Just like to preface it when she is not the special. <laughs> she's not even a special snowflake. No, she's not. She's terrible. She's a very boring snowflake. <laughs> so, yeah, she tries to escape and he carries her away. Can we 
we, we will try not to make this podcast all about how terrible Barb is, but it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be because this is a this is a Barb heavy episode. Oh my god! So, uh, so we go to the GCPD, and Leslie is talking to Jim, and there's been no word on Barb because we know where Barb is. She's Leslie, with the killer, right? Leslie tries to be understanding. Yeah, I think she does a pretty damn good job of it. I think she does too. I think she just. I think she kind. The impression I got is that she didn't know what to do. Yeah. This is your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. How do you help him without crossing she, that line? She tried to bring him food, and she tries to, you know, do what she can, but you're right. It's a certain point where it's like, I'm going to be useless, but I'll be here for you. But I'm, Yeah, I'm here. Their desk is still in the same spot, by the way. Okay. so Their desk had, has not moved. We'll have since, to see in season two if it stays where it... I don't know. Season two, all bets may be off. <laughs> <laughs> it's true especially if they do a time jump like yeah. most most shows do but um yes but i don't know if you noticed in this episode probably not. but jim tends to constantly say well that's on me no that's on you if the such and such then that's on you he does if, do if that something a lot. happens to barb then it's on me and I'm he like, does do that a lot like quit pointing fingers jim gordon there's guy I work with that plays the blame game and we make fun of him behind his back about it um so maybe that's why I noticed it. Okay. But he does. It's on you. It's on me. And I'm like, Jim, nobody cares. Yeah, because he thinks it's his fault that he didn't even think about Barb. Um, it kind of is, though. Well, a yeah. A little bit. But, eh. But nobody cares about Barb. No. So. Well, I don't even think, at this point, I don't think Barb cares about Barb. She really doesn't. She's been so self-destructive. <laughs> She has. I mean, she's just, it's like she's just crossed that line where she's like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. I just don't even care anymore. I'm done. But anyway, Bullock comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And he he's so proud of himself. He really is. He found some pimp that's been bragging about knowing who the ogre is. It, it, but it shows you that Bullock's been working on this because mm-hmm. he just comes up out of nowhere. Oh, I got a lead. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my baby. I know. He, he's helping out his baby. He's been, you know, beating up other pimps to get to this pimp. Well, that's Bullock's thing, though. That's right. He goes to the pimps. He's a man the, of action. And Fish isn't there for him to go to, so. That's true. So, um, so we also see uh, at the GCPD, Ed wheeling in two suitcases. Two huge suitcases. Can't imagine what's in them. Why are they not dripping blood? I think he, there was some plastic wrap on the inside. When he opened up, because I, I looked for it, there were not that. There was some loose, Business. there was some looseness in there. <laughs> And I was like, surely there would be some blood dripping. And I'm like, and how and where did he cut him up before he got there? I wondered that too. Because he was in an open road. Yeah. When, when he, he knifed, knifed the dude. Doherty. Doherty, Do- yeah. Doherty. Officer uh-huh. dude. Officer asshole. Yeah. Uh, when he knifed him, he was out in an, because I mean, he had the L over him. Yeah. But he's in this, in this road. I'm like, okay, well, where did he cut him up? That's a good question. Just throw him in the trunk and. It was a nice car, though. It was a nice car. Don't hurt the cars. No. But he does not need to be doing this at work. No, no, he doesn't. Because then he takes him to the lab. And we hear nobody, no crime. (laughs) A lot. Nobody, no crime. Nobody, no crime. Nobody, no crime. He's trying to hold it together. every situational crime show has said this over and over and over. Like, there was... I don't even remember what show it was, but there was some show that uh, somebody had t-shirts made for. Nobody, Nobody, no no crime. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I can't remember way who back it was. in the way recesses back. of, of yeah. my brain. Back in the day, I've slept since then a few times, but yeah. So, 
So we get a real quick, quick flash of him. And yeah, I get it's the real Im- short. I get the impression that he is just barely holding it together. We, we, we touch just about every storyline mm-hmm. in this episode. Except for Fish. So. She is noticeably absent except, again. Except Fishy. So. Well, she's dead, right? We don't know. We don't know what the fuck happened. We just she know got she shot got shot. In a helicopter. In her nice white bleeding. outfit. I know. Yeah. She's bleeding a lot. I worried about her. I know. Very, very worried. I know. Okay. Because we don't know where the hell they were. I know, right? So. Where are they going? So, uh, so we go to Jim and Harvey interrogating the pimp, and it is Jim's turn to get violent. Jim has been learning learning interrogation techniques from Harvey. He has, which involves beating things up. Harvey, I'm about to violate. <laughs> I think I saw some donuts with my name on them out there. Yeah, I love how Harvey's like. I wanted I wanted Harvey to be like, see, I don't give you shit when you want to do it, <laughs> but you bitch at me when I do I it. Know, right. Well, so, they've, they've come to a happy medium in their relationship. True. They have. There's a time and a place for beating people. That's true. And apparently it's now. And that now because is the time. Because it works. It did. And uh, the pimp apparently worked at a brothel. And um, he saw the ogre there. It's called Foxglove. Yeah, And I Fox couldn't find Club. any connection okay. with the Foxglove name. Okay. Um, so, yeah, apparently it's a moving target and they don't have a set location. So, they just kind of move around. You have to know someone who knows someone. To get an invitation. But Harvey's heard of it. Har- of course <gasps> he's heard of it. Well, he, you know, those pimps of his. Yeah. They're always so. talking. But in the same scene, when they're t- they're discussing it, he can tell Jim's burned out. Yeah. So we have, uh, Leslie was trying to get him to get some rest, and here's Harvey trying to get him to get some rest, and he's just... Because I can't, I can't imagine, like, a whole day plus without sleep, because I am fucking useless after, like those nights where I only get like three hours I'm like you really shouldn't have me at work right now because I'm I'm not gonna be good for you strangely those are the days I get hyper focused really yeah I'm the opposite I get like a zombie really hyper focused and it's well it's it's no it's a zombie like state for me because you know me I'm I gotta you yeah you know I have to be careful about my caffeine intake yes you do which I've had three cups of coffee today. Wow. Okay. Normally I just have the two. Well, I, I call it two, but it's one big, huge cup. So yeah. it's basically two. But then I had another one. But I did it half decaf. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I get real yeah. hyper. It's really strange. Um, so Jim's just, you know, whatever. Yeah, Jim's just, he's he's whatever, he's got to get this done. And I, I can totally understand where he's coming from. Yeah. That he's got to get this done. Because even if he done. laid down, he's just going to be thinking about the case. Right. Yeah. And... And then they're they're discussing uh, trying to figure out to how to find the foxglove, and Jim mentions uh, penguin. Yeah, because Harvey doesn't have fish to go to. Right, because fish is. And AWOL. Harvey knows immediately. Right, and um, but Harvey tries to talk him out of it, mm-hmm. even though he knows it's the right it's the not the right answer, but it's a answer. It's the way to get probably get what they want. And Jim went through all of that to get Harvey out of the pocket of the mob. Mm-hmm. And here, here's Jim jumping right back in. Yeah. And Harvey's like, no. Yeah. You don't want to do this, but. Plus, I, there's just a feeling of difference between the way Fish was and the way Oswald is. Yeah, Oswald's just squeaky. Yeah. He's great at it. Yeah, but he's. He's squeaky. I mean, it's it's not, like, the favor's going to be big when, when you finally Oh, you know. Him. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not going to be a little one. No. So, Yeah. Uh, so we go back to the ogre's place, and he is chatting to Barb about his search for a soulmate. Mm. You know, that's all he wants. So we had to kill some people. 
but you uh, know he just wanted true love for some reason the number 18's coming to mind that he killed like 18 women or something mm-hmm. it's uh, it's 13 is it 13 i don't know yeah. where i get 18 from yeah um because when we when we saw uh the last victim flashback he had 12 pictures and she was the 13 okay because i counted you kept up with that i did yeah so uh so yeah so she is barb is tied up in his torture room and she's gagged and yeah it's super creepy 50 shades of awful yeah it's horrible i'm i'm telling you if, if it were not for that room yeah it would not make my stomach turn but the whole 50 shades thing you know for all they for all we know they could have done that on purpose i wouldn't put it past not them. necessarily to glamorize it like a lot of people have done but to maybe make it kind of that sinister feel well and there could be riding the wave of popularity could be could very well be you know but still yeah. I couldn't get away from that scene fast enough. Yeah. So we go to Wayne Manor and Alfred brings Bruce a letter. It's a special message. And uh, Bruce is like, okay, thanks. And he puts it aside. Like, And Alfred's like. And Alfred wants to know what's Alfred in that thing. Alfred definitely wants to know. And, uh, <laughs> and the fact that Sean can communicate that mm-hmm. without saying anything. Yeah. That was just love. I yeah, because that came Sean. across loud and clear. Sean. Um, but he, he said he's about to go leave and identify Reggie's body. Oh! Um, and he flat out tells him that he doesn't buy that he was drunk and that he fell out of a window. No. And um, so he he makes a big point of saying when he was drunk he could he could walk a straight oh, line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he went on and on about how great, I don't want to say how great Reggie was, but how together he was. When he was or, drunk. But then again, I wanted to be like, um, there was heroin involved? But then again, I guess Bruce can't know that. Yeah. So, you know. The, but the thing is, you can tell how Bruce is so not okay with this whole thing. Yeah. And that's like a foreshadowing of the resolve that Batman never kills. Yeah. Like, even in, and I know I keep bringing up Batman Arkham Knight all the time. Because you're playing it a lot. Because I'm playing it a lot. I'm like, uh, 53%? Mm-hmm. I'm 53% the night. That's awesome. I know. That's cool. Um, but even in, like, the video game, he doesn't kill anybody. Yeah, even if you try. Even if he tries. Like, his his car shoots the, the rubber bullets instead mm-hmm. of... It's really crazy. But anyway, but this just shows that... But I think that's the beginning Those that, little details yeah. are part of the things that makes the show enjoyable yeah are those little things so but he gets a package and the letter uh is a copy of the key that selena has sent him so here what i want to know okay here here what you want to hear what i want to know if the package was sent by special messenger Mm because alfred said it was yeah how did selena get a special messenger how did she pay for it she was probably hawking crap from barb's apartment or did bruce pay for it for her yeah. Give her the money to do it. I don't know. Or did she just get one of her friends to do the delivery? And be a quote-unquote special, special delivery. Yeah. yeah. Like Ivy? But Alfred would have recognized Ivy. That's true. Because she so. is a sack full of crazy. She is. <laughs> She's 20 pounds of crazy in a yeah. five-pound bag. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I, I got that quote from Leverage. I can't take yeah. credit for that. But uh, the address that's on the envelope. Oh, you saw that. Is 107 Mountain Drive. Okay. Batman, the animated series, this is the same address that is given to Wayne Manor in the episode, The Demon's Quest. Yay! Oh, that's awesome. Yep. I love ties to the animated series. You know that. There's a lot of them in this show, too. Well, I even if it's it. just the actor, vo- voice actors. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you can, I had to, it was hard to see, but it, it was on there. But yeah, that's, 
that actually that actually is apparently that's uh okay one thousand seven mountain drive <laughs> gotham new york gotham gotham zero 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 <laughs> but yeah it's got the co- it's got the key in it yep how how do you have a key made how is that done from a wax thingy yeah you see that all the time in movies i think they um i think they have to hand uh shave the metal or something i think they must to make, try a, to make it fit. like a negative or something yeah i don't know like uh, i need that i need that episode of how it's think, made i don't think that wax is strong enough to pour molten metal into yeah, it's, it no it's too gooey yeah because it, it doesn't it can't harden because yeah. then you wouldn't be able to make the key i watched some other show recently where they did the same thing it's an old trope yeah, you see it all. Like it goes way how back. You make the, how, apparently, you just put it in the wax, and the next day, you boom, you have a key. Yeah, because that's that's it's like that's where babies come from. <laughs> it's not Saint Vincent's. <laughs> so I don't. I just. I was just thinking, how does a street kid? Yeah. Well, she's uh, got, surely she she's knows contact. Well, true. She is kind of in the in the underground. Yeah. World. Yeah. And she paid enough money. Which I'm sure. Bruce no questions would have asked. Oh, sure. Yeah. Maybe. So, uh, so we go to uh, Butch inspecting, quote-unquote, Penguin's new bar. And he hides a pistol and a machine gun for Oswald's assassins to use later on Maroney. Did Butch seem okay to you in the scene? or did He, he seem- doesn't seem quite right, but he doesn't s- seem... Because um, I think we talked about it a little bit before. When we first see him brought back with Zaz... Yeah. I thought he had been like because he's been brain scrambled. Yeah, but I thought he had been like to the extent of lobotomized. Yeah, he was pretty bad. Then. But then he's been more of himself in the later well, episodes. But only, I just it just hit me only when but Victor's only not when, there. Only when he's in the the club. Oh. When he's at fish, well, it's not Fish's place anymore. But when he's there, he's more himself. He's in his element. Yeah, he's more himself. I just hmm. now realized that. Yeah. Because Cause, here, because I, in my, my notes say here, he seems okay, but not. Yeah, he's not his normal self, but he's not as bad as he was when Victor brought him back right. first. Because I was really worried for him on, you know, when we, when all we saw was Penguin make him dance. Yeah, that was such a sad day. Yeah, that was bad. Poor Butch. So, uh, so we go to Jim coming in and he is asking about the Foxglove. Do you notice he gets the drop on both Penguin and Butch? Yep. Must be a slow day for them. Yeah, that's true. But that was just that was just an interesting little. Because Jim doesn't have a subtle bone in his body, not even a little. <laughs> so uh, when he talks too much, uh, Jim starts to rough Penguin up. And he, yeah, he holds a gun on Butch to hold him back. Uh huh. And he gets and he gets real up close with Penguin. Jim just don't even care anymore. Nope. And so uh, now Penguin says that he owes him a big favor. Yeah, he does. So. You know, Jim's just getting himself dug deeper and deeper and And deeper. this is going to have to come up at oh, some point. I it's, hope uh, it better. It's not going to be pretty. It better. So, yeah. Um. So, we go to Bruce visiting Wayne Enterprises. He's getting the big tour. He's getting the tour. Both quarters. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's getting a tour of physical operations, which is Bunderslaw's department. They are so very obviously humoring him. Yeah. And pandering to him. Oh, they definitely are. Just give him whatever he wants. Yeah. And give him a nice little tour and maybe he'll go away. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and so uh, he he pretends to go to the bathroom and he pulls a fire alarm, which is so childish. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it adorable. It, yeah, and he's like, were he a grown adult and pulled that, you'd be like, oh, oh. yeah, and your eyes would roll in your head. But because he's a kid, yeah, it is both adorable and useful. Yes, because he gets a good distraction out of it. So uh, so we go back to GCPD and Jim shows Harvey is his shiny new invitation. It's he, literally shiny. It's it's it got, is like, it is oil letter. <laughs> But he gives the he gives ticket to Harvey. to Harvey. And Harvey's mm. Harvey's going to pose as a John. And uh, he's like... Harvey's going to pose as a Harvey. So he's like, so you probably need to get cleaned up. And Harvey's like, no problem. No problem. Didn't like Alvarez bust somebody that had suits and some, some of Italians, them found, his, found they, their way? No, no, no. They fell into his locker. Yes, that's what it was. They literally fell they into did. his locker. He couldn't when, help it. And Jim just, roll, Jim just rolls with it. Jim's like, whatever. Jim's moral compass is just totally spun... <laughs> <laughs> on its head it's just gone yeah and uh and he just his expression is just but those two together yeah and so harvey leaves to get all spiffed up but they do have a really good point that um that harvey looks more the point looks more the part yeah than Jim, Jim like does. He, he makes a comment of he's like you look like a cop you would look like a cop no matter Jim what is so boy scout and he he's is. so exhausted but Bullock could really get distracted here. So I don't know how <laughs> good of an idea too. it really is. I thought that too. So um, I don't know. So we go to the ogre's place and this guy ungags Barb after she's had time to think. And um, he mentions that it's soundproof. Yeah. And I'm like, I want a soundproof. I know that sounds kind of cool, actually, but not in a murdery way. Not in his way. No, no, no. not not in a murderous <laughs> way. Not in a murdery way. Uh, in a I don't like people way. Um. So he, yeah, he reiterates that she's the one, and he knows it, and it's just really gross. It's so squeaky. But he gets really angry with but her. But he plays it so well. He does. He's do, the actor's doing a great job. The characters you can feel it through the screen. I'm like, yeah, and it may be because I am a woman. Yeah. But he still... Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how... how I wish we had a man's opinion here. A, a, a man-pinion? Man-pinion. Yeah. If you're listening to this, we want your opinion. Yep. And uh, so he gets really angry when she mentions Jim's name. Why does Jim's name make him so angry? Why is that? Why Jim's name? I, maybe because he's the guy hunting him, and maybe just because she's uh, Jim's ex... Jim got there before him. I, I, I don't cause know. Because some guys are weird about that. That's true. Some guys are re- like, they don't, they want to pretend like you were this pristine, you know, never been touched before because that somehow makes you dirty or whatever shit. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. That's just stupid. I got no logic on that but one. But she's not playing his game. No. Um, and he gives her some water because she's dehydrated. Like, like two swallows. I know. He's like, you're dehydrated. Here, have like three ounces of water. Like that's actually going to do any good. Yeah. But she gulps it. She makes a big show of gulping it down and everything. And I was thinking. Like I'm about to gulp this glass of wine. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, it drugged. It's drugged. But, you know. Oh, whatever. I was thinking that too. And so he shows her the pictures of all the other women he's killed. Which is, you know, a nice icebreaker with your new girlfriend. Sure. Is to be like, listen, this right? is what happens if, you know, you sass me. Well, if you're going for the Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, that's that, true. That's the way to go. That's true. Uh, and she promptly faints. I think that's an appropriate reaction. I think it was too. And um, he makes a point of saying he is going to set her free. 
I don't even know what to say to that. I don't either. And it's just... Is... Yeah. I don't know how to spell that, but that's what it is. (laughs) So, uh, we go back to Wayne Enterprises, and in the alarm chaos... Bruce goes straight to Bunderslaw's office. Okay, I don't know what it's like in, in your office building. Okay. But in my office building, mm-hmm. if there was a stray kid just wandering around during a fire alarm. Yeah. Somebody would do somebody's something. Somebody's going to say or do something. Yeah. Because he's just openly wandering around. There seemed to be quite a lot of panic for the fire alarm. And a lot of glass. Yeah, and it just, because we've, we've had, we actually, a couple months ago, had a had a big fire alarm to do and it was an actual we have fire alarm to do's like every week but i mean it was an actual issue and we were all just kind of filing out and of course i grabbed my purse when they told me not to but i was like fuck you Um, oh yeah i'm grabbing my keys if there would have been a stray kid there especially like you mentioned with all the damn glass he doesn't make a point of hiding no he's not and then and then going sneaky or anything yeah I mean, children don't just appear in office buildings. That's not a thing. Plus, he is Bruce Wayne. Right. He's very noticeable. So that just... You just be like, okay, I'm going to go down the stairwell. Oh, there's Bruce Wayne. I'm sure he'll be fine. I really lost my suspense of belief (laughs) at this. I'm like, what the... Well, like we have... Like like you're saying, our our fire alarms go off and we look at each other and go... Are we... Are we, gonna Do we, are we gonna actually get yeah, oh, yeah okay okay, okay we're gonna go down the stairs and now. everybody everybody grabs their purses and their keys and their phones and we just kind of wander File on out, out yeah yeah hang out it seems because you know you're not supposed to stay right up next to the building yeah yeah we are all it seemed really right panicky there. though everybody there it though. did in so. a building like that when you have fire alarm drills like everybody yeah. else in the world and whatever yeah so whatever I, I, I got you there but um so he goes to the office and he finds the safe and he opens it. He would have to know the layout of the man's office and the fact that this because he goes straight to the he wall. He found the safe really, really easily. Like, was his dad's office set up the exact same way? I would, I would hope that Thomas Wayne's office was a skosh bigger and different than some random because ex- he's not even on the board. I don't think he's just the no, head of physical no. operations, right? So mm. it's just this whole scene, just yeah. I just know suspend all you believe no, so uh yeah he's interrupted by Bunderslaw like immediately and he says hello bruce i've been expecting you and you're like <sighs> duh, duh, duh. i'm still not even buying this scene at all well apparently uh Bunderslaw is a expert on pickpocketing and how to detect it because he says cat is not bad at it no and he says that he knew she took the key and that he was waiting for bruce to show up whatever and he read um, the script he admits to hiring Reggie, but he says that it was only to find out what Bruce knew. You know, I always hire people's friends from the old days that are junkies to maybe like pretend to stay with them just to find out what they know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a hold of Hope and yeah. have her spy on you for me. Oh, okay, that's totally fine. You're okay with that? Just, I mean, but no All violence, right. no violence. She might have to stab you though. <sighs> I suppose. <laughs> I mean, his whole, like, story is just nuts. But then again, he's explaining to a child. But he has to have the talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he makes the point of saying he never meant to hurt anybody, which is bullshit. And he said he's going to have to have the talk early. And I'm like, no, Alfred's going to have that talk with I don't him. know. I heard Bruce's voice changing the other day. <laughs> and I, I, like, I Alfred think Alfred has to have the talk because I, I want to see that scene. <laughs> I actually really want to see that. 
It probably has slides. Probably. Very clinical. It probably does. Very clinical, labeled A, B, and C. I'll probably call Jim in to help. And Jim will be like, I don't... Uh, mm-hmm. Well, he'll need Dad to help him. That's true. That That's really a mom and dad kind of thing. It really is. So, so anyway, yeah. So, apparently, Thomas Wayne knew. Yeah, and he openly admits to the fact that Wayne Enterprises commits crimes in the name of profits. Laughing about it. Yeah, and he says that, that at, at first, Thomas was the same way until he finally understood the realities of the business. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think Thomas actually knew about it or is Bunderslaw making it up I would like to think no that he didn't know or he was doing some kind of a you know investigation of his own kind of like what Bruce is doing now yeah See, that's what I think I think yeah. Thomas knew yeah but he was doing everything he could to undermine that fight part the system yeah of his own yes I used company. air quotes yes, when I said did. that yeah, so that that's what I got from it. Um, so he's kind of talking to him after awkwardly uh, the offering him a cookie. The cookie. The singly wraps cookie. I actually thought that was kind of a nice detail. I was like, that's kind of hey, cool. As much as Wayne Enterprises makes. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of cool. Them some fancy cookies. I, I would take And Bruce cookie. better take him one because he paid for that damn cookie. <laughs> he did. He did take the cookie in the end, though. He did. He did. Um, I want so a cookie. Lucius Fox comes in. <gasps> I've been so I know waiting I'm, I was really excited for to Lucius see him. Fox to set to to sh- to set up to show up. He's played by Chris Chalk, uh huh, who was in Twelve Years a Slave, uh huh, that I have still yet to see. And I think he was in the newsroom too, if I'm not mistaken. I never watched the newsroom, so I'm, I did. It was Aaron Sorkin, so you know, of course, oh, I watched well, of course it. you did. Yeah, um, but Lucius Fox out outside of the realm and just in the grand scheme of the world, Lucius right. Fox is one of Bruce Wayne's most trusted advisors within Wayne Enterprises, as we all know. Right, uh, and he's one of his most reliable allies in business and other things. Uh huh. Because uh, everybody knows Lucius Fox as um, the guy that makes his stuff. No, the actor. Um, oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. I'm like, yeah. I can't get Samuel L. Jackson out of my head. I apologize. Morgan Freeman. That would be a whole you hear, Lucius Fox. I know. Anytime you... Motherfucking Batman. <laughs> get your Batwing back in here, motherfucker. <laughs> Go the fuck to sleep. Pretty much. <laughs> but uh, but when you hear the words Lucius Fox, you think Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Of course, when you think Morgan Freeman, you think God, but whatever. Well, that's true. Um, that's who I always think of when I hear Lucius Fox. He's my favorite. Yeah. I think. Of course... Morgan Freeman's just Fabulous. my favorite. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Lucius Lucius's son, mm-hmm. Lucas, is one of the many uh, one of the few men to use the identity of Batwing. Really? Yes. Okay. I did not know that. Just to get that out there. Okay. That's okay. So that's Lucius Fox. But um, yeah. So we Lucius Fox shows up, which I've been dying for all freaking season. Yeah. Yeah. I actually he had flown under the radar as far as like I didn't expect to see him yet. Oh really? Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Um, so they did get kind of a young actor. They did. I noticed that too. Um, so he takes Bruce away because he's like, uh, "There's a, there's a PR rep waiting for him," and uh, so he gets him away from Bunderslaw and he gets him by the elevators, and he tells uh, he tells Bruce that he was friends with Thomas. Who kept his true self hidden from the company? Well, he tells him. He tells him about the cameras. Yeah, there are cameras because I put them there. Yeah, he said. He said, D- you know, don't change your facial expressions because they're watching. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so he tells him that Thomas was a true Stoic. Okay, let me let me let me define Stoic. Okay, because I was um, like a a plus for cryptic message. Yeah, because a Stoic can be one of two things. Okay, a Stoic can be either a person who can endure pain or hardship without showing their feelings or complaining. Okay, which would make sense if Thomas Wayne knew about what was going on, yeah. but was fighting it internally. Internally, but it can also mean a member of the ancient philosophical school of st- Stoicism. Stoicism. Okay. The closed captioning I was watching capitalized stoic. the word stoic. Really? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to go with the proper noun version of stoic, okay. which would be a uh, member of the ancient okay. philosophical school of stoicism. Stoicism. I can't say it. Mm-hmm. So, but, but with the conclusion of this episode, it could, it really, it, what, what, what do my notes say? Nothing. I'm okay. not looking at them anymore. But it really could go both ways. It could. Both could apply. I also thought, I mean, we know Lucius. We know Lucius can- canonically. Know. Bruce doesn't know him. No, he doesn't. That could be a red herring for all he knows. But it sounds like Lucius is kind of trying to reach out to him. Yeah. To have an ally on the inside, which is really what Bruce needs right now. Yeah, he does. Which, he- if he didn't get that, this whole storyline would totally make no sense anymore yeah because they just close ranks on him and yeah he wouldn't get it they'd shut him out no evidence he'd shut him out although yeah. like you said i'm surprised to see him this early yeah i would kind of expect to see him maybe early next season yeah yeah but they introduced him pretty quickly so they must be pretty secure in the casting yeah yeah so you, I mean, it's hard to, if you change anytime you change a, an actor yeah it gets it from gets season to season it's un, unless you're a, a daytime soap opera <laughs> Have you ever seen a, a ever seen a daytime soap opera when they've changed an actor I have as not. a character? Okay, I have. Sad, uh, sad to admit, but I actually have watched. Uh, I can't remember what what show it was or even what character it was, but the the actor came on set on screen, mm-hmm. and they had a little captioning at the bottom of it saying, "So and so will now be played by." Are you so and serious? So. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Some I don't play- know if they still do that. Like it's some playbill note. Yeah. They do. And it's not a part of closed captioning because I didn't watch closed captioning back then. Today's performance will be... <laughs> yeah, it says Andreas Bontanaros will now be played by blah, blah, blah. Okay. I, I did like, not know that. Because I was watching... It was well, probably I was watching over summer one year between, you know, school break or whatever. Just watching some daytime soaps just because. Yeah. Because Matlock was, wasn't on. Yeah, I know. And um, oh, those are the days. <laughs> I know, right? It just... And I'd never seen the show before. I didn't know what the hell was going on. It's just, I'm like, okay. All right. All right. It was just weird. But they don't really do that anymore on TV series. This, 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 this. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot to for them to recast. And usually it's just a minor character. And when they, they don't so much recast as they just create a whole new character. Yeah, they just get rid of them and Unless you're supernatural and you care, kill everybody off. That's true. I'm still pissed off about that. Yeah. So, uh, so we go back to the GCPD. And Ed is playing cleanup in the lab. Where's Leslie? Uh, don't know. Why does he have free reign of the Emmy? Don't know. Of the Emmy? Of the room. So you got the impression that was the morgue and not his lab. Well, you got the, 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 yeah, because he's got the, the sinks. Oh, that's true. And there's the drawers are behind him. That's true. Yeah. Okay. That's definitely the morgue. Maybe she finally went to sleep. Maybe. Who knows? So, uh, so yeah, and Kristen, uh, interrupts. And um, 
So she gets a glimpse of the body and she's horrified. What does she think they did in there? See, that was my thing. Like, um, it's a morgue. Well, he tells her, wait here at the door. Yeah. And she still wanders on in. We're not baking cookies in here. So she's not very good at following orders. No. And uh, following orders, that's kind of a hard thing to say, but yeah, harsh. Yeah. But he, he did. He tried to, of course. He, yeah. Of course, he was, he was not giving off the most normal vibe. No. And uh, so he explains the body away rather badly, but she buys it. I think she just wanted to get out of there. I think so, too. Um, and so she asks him about Doherty, and he's like, no, 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 anything about, about that. No, no, um, glance over shoulder. I haven't seen him. No, he's not right there. He's I not. mean, he's totally not right there. I didn't kill him. Why would you say that? Yeah. So we go to Penguin's Club, and his assassin is going over the plan. Do we have a name for the club? It's just... Oswald's. Oswald's. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Which is a horrible name. Uh, and he really so needs to change it to... Um, he does. Iceberg Lounge. He does. Um, so yeah. Penguin has something very specific that he wants said to Maroney just before he gets killed. Okay. Our, our killer dude here, our assassin, yeah. has a really, really good point. Yeah. Why would you say these things right as the person's about to die? Yeah. But he also says, you're not, you know you're not the first to... Yeah, but he's... And, and this, after the scene, I'm sitting there going... Well, yeah. Because as humans, we are petty, petty creatures. Amen, sister. So, you know. High five. Yeah. Air high five. Air high five. Because you're kind of far away right now. <laughs> so, uh, so, but yeah, that, that probably. Well, you know, you know, if, if you're into the whole reincarnation thing, mm -hmm. then there you go. Yeah. So, I, I would say that would be a red flag to, uh, to the assassin, but then again, he does explain it and say, listen, you're not yeah, the first. Yeah, he does. So, the plot hole. Yeah. Is they still. closed that before it became an issue. Thank God. Um, for once. But, so, Penguin knows Maroni, where, where Maroney will be because this hitman is being released from prison. Well, now we know why that bar was that important. day. Yeah. And the thing is, the guy who gets released mm -hmm. is the other guy in the picture. When they did that scene and Penguin's standing there and there's the picture of Maroney and some other guy. Oh, it was him? It was it's Tommy this, Bones? That's, that is the, the guy. Oh, it's Tommy, okay. Is that was his name? Tommy Bones. <laughs> yeah, so um, so we see at Lydia's Maroney welcoming him. Right. Back. Um, Apparently that's where you go. When you get released when from you prison. Get released from, okay, so when I get released from prison. Notice or, I didn't say if. Yeah. When I get released from prison. <laughs> well, we don't have Lydia's. Where are we going? Sushi. Damn sushi. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Where else would we go? <laughs> so uh, we go, we move on to Dapper Bullock. Okay. This whole scene was worth it. It was Just, hilarious. But he's got his hair slicked back again. Yeah. Which I thought was. He didn't, I didn't shave like though. Yeah, oh, the scruffy. He didn't shave. The but I thought, I thought this was hilarious because as big a game as Harvey talks, you could see how uncomfortable this place made him. Well, that place would make anybody, well, maybe not anybody. But, I mean. There's some serious, there was, yeah. Some there serious was, kink. There were some shenanigans going on there. there but serious. it was funny because, you know. Like, I've read those on a, a, AO3. Yeah. Oh, I've that's, read that. That's the extreme. Yeah. Where you go, I'm actually good over here. I'm all right. But it's so funny because he Because, see, I, I'm, like, eyeliners as far as I go. Yeah. That's your biggest That's that's, that's as bad as it gets for me, so. <laughs> Um, I'm so vanilla. I think somebody, I think there was probably some, some eyeliner going on in there. You think so? I'm, I'm pretty sure there One was. One or two people? Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, I, I put in my notes, there is so much pleather in the scene. 
my God, so much. <laughs> so much. Um, and so, yeah, Harvey just looks really pretty scandalized. And um, all we see is... No, I think Jim's just had too much influence on Bullock. He's like, oh, dear. Yeah, so we see this female MC um, come on the stage, and she introduces the night's attraction. And we don't even... I'm like, isn't there not enough around We don't the even whole room? see it. We just hear stuff, and it's enough... To make Harvey be like, fuck this. And he gets his badge out. And he does exactly what Jim would have done. done. And he's like, fuck it. GCPD. And he's basically going to like try to arrest the whole lot. That's a face palm moment if I've ever. I was like, that wasn't a good move. The thing is, is when we go back to that scene, there's Mm -hmm. like tons of people still there. Why did they not all just. I thought that too. No waiting. Too, Too many platform heels. Maybe. Too much pleather. Too many handcuffs. It was handcuffs. too tight. Too many handcuffs. Lots of handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, damn it. Bullock's good, man. Yeah. He's really good. Mm-hmm. So we go to the ogre's place again, and Barb wakes up, and she cries. I would be pretty tearful. Yeah. And so he, like, it's really weird. He gathers her up into his arms, and she... Well, I guess lets him for I mean she doesn't fight him well she really can't at this point yeah and so he decides that a fun second date activity <laughs> would be to kill somebody for her but we see here what he's wanted all along yeah he wants a partner in crime that's yep. what he's been looking for is a partner he wants someone to in, to share this crazy crazy stupid wild psychotic life of his yeah because I don't get the impression that he finds Mrs. Wright and he stops killing folk no. Because he nuts. Well, he says to her, tell me who you want me to kill. Yeah. And she's like, I can't. I can't. And so he forces her to say a name. He's like, you're gonna, you're gonna. Or he's gonna kill her. Mm-hmm. And then she whispers something to him. Hmm. Let me think about that for a moment. Because she's a trash can. Who? Were I in that situation? Who would you pick? Who would I pick? <laughs> Not me, not me, not me. No, no, definitely not you. I don't know. I did think about that, too. Did you? Okay, did. at least I'm not alone. Thank God. I don't know. Like, honestly. I mean, like, as much as I even hate work nemesis, I don't Ooh. know that I could order somebody I'm gonna to I'm going to have a new her. work nemesis. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited, apparently. <laughs> You wanted one, too, so, yeah. <laughs> I did. I was jealous. I didn't have a work nemesis. So, we both thought about who we would kill. <laughs> I, but I honestly don't know. I don't either. It's it's an awful, horrible... Because even if, even if you have to... Because, obviously, she has to give him a name or he'll kill her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and you think, okay, I'll give him whatever name and we I might be able to escape while we're off right, to murder. Right. It's still... Off to murder. Yeah. It's still, like... I don't know that I wouldn't, like, give him a weird name. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't live here anymore? Oh, that's awful. Oh, darn. Yeah. (laughs) Although, if I was her, I would remember, like, Oswald Cobblepot. Ooh. 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 But I don't have a Cobblepot. Everyone has a Cobblepot Everyone has a Cobblepot. I don't have a Cobblepot. I don't have one either. I don't really want one, though. Apparently, my job doesn't require me to shoot people. That's, That's never been... Yet. 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 So, you never know. You will let me know. Yes, I so will. if you need some lime and a shovel. Okay. I'm here for you. I appreciate that. Okay. So we go back to Lydia's and the hitman joins the party and he um, he he brings a gift from Falcone. 
Because at first they're like, whoa, it's, it's a the closed, bottle. It's uh, the bottle. It's the bottle of Madre of, de Dios or das, des Dios or the, the blood of God, mother of God. Yeah, mother of God. Mother of God. Madre de I'm Dios. I'm the one who did the research. Why can't I, I remember? Did. It's still a gorgeous, gorgeous bottle. So we sh- we see that, you know, Penguin's been prepping this for quite a bit. And so um, Falcone or um, Maroney welcomes him as, you know, it's like a gesture of goodwill or whatever from Falcone because the guy presents himself. And I'm sure he knows this is one of Falcone's guys. This is one of Falcone's assassins. Um. And so the guy reaches under the under the bar and finds the hidden gun and he gives Maroney the message and the message is it wasn't easy to decide to kill him but business is business. Yeah. And he proceeds to not be able to shoot him. I uh, Yeah, I just <laughs> Do You was know like, what you expected? Is that what you expected? No, I didn't know I don't know what I expected. Yeah. I don't know what I expected either. But I was like, well, I was, I was, I was. You were something? I'm going to get a full sentence out in a second. Okay. I was really glad that they did bring the bottle back. Yeah. Because if they, cause when we first saw that scene with the bottle, I was like, yeah, this is a great scene. This is a great bottle. Why are they telling us this? Yeah. They're wasting time with this little detail. Yeah. I was like, okay. And at first I thought it was just, oh, Penguin likes his information because he does. It was an example, but they brought it back. But they did bring it back. Yeah. That, I thought that was a really good, um, really good writer tip. It was a great callback, too. Yeah. Um, to be like, see, we can remember stuff. But yeah, I was really confused as to this whole thing. Yeah. Until we got to the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the gun is jammed and um, the assassin and his henchman who tried to get the machine gun from behind the... Uh, the jukebox are gunned down. I thought it was blanks. I thought it was blanks too. Until originally, Penguin, yeah. Until it gets explained. Um, and so Maroni did they, we miss a scene? No, Maroni doesn't kill the guy. Okay. And he says he's going to use him to send a message of his own, and he doesn't have to be alive for that. Ooh. So that sounds rather ominous yeah. because Mar- man, Maroni's one you don't want to piss off. I totally saw where this was going. Yeah, I, you don't I, have to be alive to send the me- yeah. That's yeah. that can only mean one thing. Um, and so we go to penguins, and Butch tells him what happened, and he's all like, "Oh my god, it failed!" And um, it turns out that penguins set this Connor guy up. Butch was, Butch was, Butch, Butch was not in on the plan. No, he was not. And of course, he probably I bet Gabe was. I bet Gabe was. I bet he doesn't trust Butch. Why would he though? Yeah, he has no reason to. No. Um, and so, yeah, he, he took the firing pins out of the guns and, um, he wants Maroney out for Falcone's blood. Cause he wants his freaking war. Yeah. There's a war coming. He's just mad because the war wasn't coming. And so he's going to make the war. He was mad. They took it out of the, um, the flashbacks at the beginning he was, of the He was like, man, I only he got seven my, episodes to say this. I know. That was such a great, sp- I worked hard on that monologue. <laughs> There's a war coming. Well, there you go. And now there really is a war coming. Mm. Uh, it only took Finally, 21 episodes for the war to the whole to come. freaking season. Uh, but did you notice that the club, mm-hmm. like, had people? Yeah. That there was business? So Butch being there did mm-hmm. something. I don't know what he did, but he did something. Yeah. Uh, so we go back to uh, to the morgue, and Ed is there. And he talks to Doherty's skull. You know, where which is... I, where are my notes at? Completely normal. I have no idea. Okay, because I'm missing a scene at the Fox Glove, mm-hmm. and my notes show me we should be at the Ogre's place. Nope, not yet. We got a short little Ed scene. That's next. Um, okay. So at... Uh, oh, wait. I must not have made any notes for that scene then. 
That's scary. Oh, oh, we did we did skip a scene. I'm sorry. Uh, after uh, after Barb decides who is gonna who is gonna get killed, Jim interviews the madam. Yes, and that's when they talk to the Sally girl, and she was apparently his first victim. Uh, yeah, she's got that big old cut across her face. Yeah, yeah, I thought the scene was really kind of important because she asks Jim to just kill him. Yeah, she makes just a kill the guy. Just kill him. And he agrees completely without hesitation. Jim has really, really changed. Yeah. Well, and it's what people keep telling him on the bad side is like, give it time, Gotham will change you. And that's exactly what's happened to him. Yep. But I'm, my, my concern is this is all surrounding the Barb situation. Mm-hmm. Is it that, is it because of her? Yeah, I hope not. Because every other time he's been Boy Scout, Boy Scout, Boy Scout, Boy Scout. But he has already involved Penguin. But did he involve Penguin because it was Barb? Yeah, but he had Barb's involved Penguin before the whole Barb thing. Oh, that's true. Okay. He's he's already made moral compromises. But yeah, so that's how they figure out where the where the ogre is living. But if Jim just becomes one of the guys, like, you know what I mean, one of the guys, yeah. gets with the program. Yeah. Then this is going to become a really boring show really fast. Yeah, it will. But I think what they're probably going to do with it is that he's going to constantly struggle between... Please don't use this as a plot device to get him back together with Barb. Oh, God, oh God, I God hope please not. no. God, I hope not. Ugh. Anything but that. Yeah. So, uh, so to go back to the Ed scene, sorry about that, by the no, way. No, okay. It um, was just a really important scene. Yeah, so he decides that he's going to write Kristen a letter... From Doherty, so she can have some closure. Oh, it's because he's talking to the skull. What he uses like acid or something to to strip the the flesh off of it, and then in crushed- one day, yeah, that's some serious acid. I don't know. Usually, it takes beetles to do that kind of thing, and even then, it takes a while for them to strip. Only the body. on bones. Yeah, that's true. Only on bones. That's true. Um. So now we go to the ogre's apartment. Okay, here we go. And Jim and Harvey find it, but it's empty. No backup. So, they did do good police work to get there, though. I was proud of them for that. Yeah. Um, no backup. And so, they why, find... Why? Why? No backup. Why? Uh, because they stupid. There are no heroes in Gotham. Exactly. Unless Apparently, they think the other one is back up enough. I guess. I don't know. Um, and so, they find the pictures that he's been taking of the women before he murders them. My notes say, Bullock finds the fun closet. Yeah. And uh, he's like... We don't even know that she was here. And he's like, yeah, I can smell Barb's perfume. Bullock is trying so hard. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I'm sure she's fine. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure Barb's perfume smells like alcohol and pills <laughs> at this point. <laughs> That's a terrible, terrible smell. <laughs> um, but Bullock does try to, to prepare Jim. For, for the worst. For the worst. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Bullock. Yeah. He's like, but I'm still here. You've got me. Oh, yeah. wait. No, he didn't. <laughs> But he does. He does. Uh, so the apartment's phone rings and the ogre talks to Jim. Why did he answer the phone? Why? He had to know it was purely just going to be. I mean, because what do they think? It'd be like, oh, hey, this is your serial killer booking service. We just want to confirm your reservation <laughs> for where you're going to be murdering next. And conveniently. Tell do you need the cop- a reservation for 12? Yeah. Conveniently tell the cops where you are. Um, so, of course, it's him. And um, this this was. This was some reaching, but Jim recognizes some of the sounds in the call, and so does Harvey. Well, that train horn. He's like, oh, and it sounds like it's over a bridge, and ooh, what bridge is that? Oh, one that happens to have a train near it. And it's <gasps> upstate. I know what's upstate. 
Barb's parents. This is a dreadful way to meet the parents. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, so yeah, but at least we see why we met them before. That that's brief, true. That brief, tiny little scene that we didn't understand. It had a purpose. Why are we meeting her parents? Yeah. It was to make us not like them. And that's why I think this was all set up. Because we met Barb's parents in like episode, what, like 10? 10 or 11? It's been maybe? a while. Um, so yeah, it's been a while. So I, that's why I think like Barb's sole purpose is to be set up for this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's going to kill Barb's parents. And we see their, them at, the, uh, at their mansion. And she has the glassiest Barbie doll look on her face. It's just completely just, it's like you've sapped the emotion from her. That she had any to begin with makes yeah. this that much more weird. Maybe, maybe as Jim gains emotions, she loses them. Maybe. Yeah. So, uh, so Jim and Harvey enter the mansion and they find the butler dead. And Barb's parents are dead too. And Barb runs in, and she's covered in blood, and already it feels really weird. And um, Harvey goes upstairs, which was really stupid. He, as soon as he gets upstairs, he gets pushed down the stairs by the ogre, who ambushes him. I was so worried about him being pushed down the stairs. I was was too. And then, of course, Jim's trying to talk to Barb, and... The ogre attacks Jim. Lights are on, but nobody's home. Yeah. That's, yeah. And so they fight, of course. And the ogre ends up with a gun against Barb's, or or, uh, with a knife against Barb's throat. And Jim is pointing a gun at him. I don't know if she's drugged or shell-shocked. I don't either, because there's just something very off about her. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Very, very off. You know, she did just watch her parents get murdered. Anybody in that situation. Yeah. You, you're not going to be okay. Yeah. There's shock involved. Having a great time. Yeah. This has been a great second That's date. Been great. Um, <laughs> so she asks Jim to leave them alone, which I thought was interesting because I'm like, mm, I, I don't know if in that situation we'd be like, well, shoot this, him. The Stockholm syndrome's getting That's true. to her. And That's true. probably exhaustion and dehydration and God starvation. knows what he's drugged her with. Well, who knows? Yeah. So. She asked Jim to leave them alone, and um, Harvey shoots the guy from behind. Bullock saves the day. Bullock saves the day again. And, no, um, wait. No, he... Jim shot him. No, I thought Harvey did. Bullock distracted him. The guy turned his head. Oh, and then Jim shot him? And then Jim shot him. Oh. Because he I got... just wanted Harvey to save the day. Oh, well, he kind of did. So, um, but if yeah. Harvey hadn't shown up. I put in my notes, Barbara's in shock, because she's clearly not well at all. If she wasn't in shock, I think I'd be worried. That's true. So we go back to Wayne Manor, and um, Bruce tells Alfred what happened with Reggie, what really happened. He's very, very worried about Alfred. He is. And I thought that took a lot of courage to tell him that. I know he didn't actually push Reggie, but it, that took a lot of balls. Well, it, it goes to show the relationship between Bruce and Alfred. Yeah. With everything... that. You know, They're their family. And, right. And in canon, you know, the two of them are very, very close. And Alfred's always been able to call his bullshit. Mm-hmm. Even when in, in in the iterations of Alfred where he's literally just a butler. Yeah. Not the uh, ex-army butler. Yeah. He's always still been able to call Bruce on his bullshit. Yeah, that's true. Because he's, he's one of the few people that can talk to him like that. Right. Um, so, 
he tells him uh bruce tells him about bunderslaw and what he said to bruce and he's so visibly upset so many people keep telling him your father was a good man your father was a good man your father was a good man he's like okay bullshit yeah yeah so this has got to be really hard for him because he can't just go dad i'm hearing all this stuff what's the truth well not yeah and I think that's the hardest part for him. And his father was killed so suddenly, it's not like he could be like, you know, hey, I wrote this document to explain to you <laughs> all my motives. And he, he gives a line here, and David knocks it out of the park again. Even good men have secrets. Yeah. And all I can think is, Batman, Batman. Yeah. You're going to be the knight. <laughs> He's just the Twilight right now. He is. Oh. Twilight. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's dusk right now. He's dusk. There we go. He's the dusk. Okay, we'll take dusk. Uh, So we go back to the GCPD and Jim is greeted by applause. And um, he goes and talks to Leslie. And he apologizes for being an ass. He tried a joke. Yeah. It fails. Yeah. And it's funny, though, because uh, he makes a point of being like, yeah, they're all going to hate me tomorrow. And they probably will. And they will. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I put in my notes that they freaking love each other already. <laughs> Again with the loving. Yeah. And uh, he, he makes a point of saying he doesn't love Barb anymore. Which we don't know how long they were together. I know. So and he got over her real fast. Yeah, especially since they didn't actually have the closure of breaking up especially in person. Especially seeing as how they're supposed to. I know, that's really stuck in your craw, that isn't it? bothers me a lot. Like, it never actually happened? Yeah, like, they never sat down and was like, listen, I think you're a trash can. I'm going to go over here and be with somebody else. <laughs> or she's like, hey, I'm a sack full of crazy. I don't need to be with anybody right now. No, but let none me go of that. with my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, none of that. Because he doesn't know about Montoya. He doesn't know about any of that. No. So, I just, God. yeah, that bothers me. But, yeah. So, uh, Kristen is reading the letter that officer doherty left her quote unquote well this is the beginning of nigma's compulsion to leave puzzles puzzles yeah yeah puzzles he can't help it everywhere yeah he really can't he he just has to just try to be clever and be sneaky and it's just yeah and so uh she's upset that um she always picks creeps and um she leaves and we see that he's hidden his name in the letter and then he, like, moves it just so that you can actually see. I'm like, dude, baby, yeah. baby, what are you doing? Please don't do that. Yeah. But it's, it's again, it's the Riddler's compulsion. Yeah. He can't help things. it. Yeah. To leave the clues. Because I said, I said in my notes that he can't resist even when he's covering up a murder. <laughs> well, I mean, this is, this is something that, you know, would send him to prison. Right. And he's like, ha ha, I'm going to put well, my name in this letter. You see it all the time that uh, it's not, it's like they want to get caught. Yeah. Leaving clues behind. I mean, the Zodiac Killer left clues behind. Yeah. And it's just, it's a thing. It's a crazy thing. Yeah. I was like, no, Ed, don't do that. But he did. But he did. So uh, we go back to Wayne Manor and this kind of hurt. Bruce cuts a picture up of to, to get just Thomas's face and he adds him to his crime board. Well, we got the teen angst music going on again. We do. So yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Bruce is having a teen angst Yay. moment. Um, and so, <laughs> this is where we get the payoff of what Maroney has promised, his retribution. Okay, I have to tell you what my notes say. Okay. Falcone gets head, and a war begins. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong at all. 
but this is what I said. I he saw just gets this. the not fun kind of head. Yeah. See, I saw this when um, you immediately thought it was going to be a head knew, in the box. I knew it was going to be a head in the box when he back when Maroney said you don't have to be alive to send the message. It's such a trope to send the head in the box, especially a mob that, trope. Yeah, yeah. I knew that's where it was going. Do you notice it was in a in a box of Maroney? Uh, yes, like, tomato sauce name. or something. Yeah, I'm like, so he has products now. I don't you. Uh, he's like fucking Bobby Flay of the mob. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then, so then we see... Um, After 20 episodes, we finally have we the war. finally get the war. Yay. And it's kind of badass to start off with, because Maroni is pissed. Oh, the, the, the music and the scene shots and the... Yeah. It's almost a montage. It's great. And, yeah, we see Maroni take some of his thugs, and he gets very dramatic. Like, personally. Yeah, he gets, like, he, yeah, he has a gun. He's wielding it. And so we see him shoot up some of Falcone's guys. And, um... Then we go back to the GCPD, and Essen finally makes an appearance. Essen gets her big scene. She does. And she's like, all leave has been canceled. And she announces that there have been three separate attacks on Falcone. And Maroney is, of course, suspected because, duh. Yeah. And they're now in the middle of a war. So the war has come. Yay, the war! Whatever. Wait, that's not probably a good thing. No, probably not. Good thing we don't live but there. She, but, yeah, Essen, it's like here's the scene they've they've been holding on to this character all season yeah so that she could stand out on that balcony and say blah blah blah, blah. yeah she does it well she delivers she does yeah I she delivers would give her more to do i know right so uh so yeah so i thought that's it, it i thought it was a good episode it felt like it just moved things along we got one episode left yeah after this one. So. And we haven't seen fish in what two episodes now we saw her last episode uh-uh we did not i did don't we think not? so uh-uh when they were at the ball, I don't think we saw that one, or we saw fish in that one because I remember us saying that she was conspicuously absent. Oh, so she was gone for t- oh. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to know what happens to her. I know. I know. So yeah. Um, what was your favorite scene? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. I don't <laughs> know. It just jumped around so much, and I hate anything that has barb in it. I, I have an answer. I have an answer. Okay, what's your answer, Lucius Fox? Ooh, because I, I like that they're setting that up. That's got they well hoping they're setting that up for next season. Because I'm kind of getting, and and I'm hoping to hell they they don't turn him into a bad guy to be like, haha, this isn't canon. No. Um, but I'm kind of like, okay, he can have an ally now. There's a little bit of hope because and and honestly, I, I started thinking about the Wayne murders again, oh and my I'm gadgets. like, I'm sorry. Do we even know that it's connected? Well, it's DC. It's not Marvel. Well, I mean, it could just literally be a stupid mugging. O- only in Marvel is it all connected. That's true. Okay. I mean, yeah, we don't know. Cause he's was got it a no mob evidence? Was it a mob hit? I don't see. We don't know. We don't know. So, but now I'm glad. I'm like, okay, he's got somebody else to help him because right. Jim is a horrible, horrible investigator on this. I think maybe the uh, the foxglove scene where Bullock pulls out his badge. <laughs> oh hell no! He's like GCPD. Oh, no. You can hear like chainsaw noises in the background. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. And pigs squeaking or some I crap. I thought that was interesting because I thought overall that was a well done scene because obviously we're on network television. Yes. Now if that would have been HBO, you would have seen all kind of shit. But so they had to be pretty careful. I don't know though. The little the dude in the baby diaper was a little but they didn't show anything that they shouldn't have shown no as they far didn't as show visual. anything it actually was disturbing sexual but, yeah but 
dude sitting there in a diaper. Yeah. And there were some furry heads going on. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought that was well done the way they, because they conveyed the oddity and the creepiness of it to the audience without actually having to show and anything if, that they couldn't show. And if there are kids watching it, then they're just thinking, oh, that man likes to dress up like a baby. Yeah. And they just <laughs> like animals an awful yeah. lot. And the you know, any parent in the room is sitting there going, mm. yeah, yeah. Like watching Looney Tunes back in the day. Yeah. Killed a rabbit. <laughs> killed a rabbit. Yeah. So. Bugs Bunny's not cross-dressing. What do you mean? Yeah. So I, I thought that was a good scene too. Yeah. I think if I had to pick a favorite scene that would. Okay. Worst scene. <sighs> anything with Barb in it. Yeah. Because it also had the ogre in it. And like you said, he's playing it very well, but it's still fucking creepy. Yeah. Because he's just a really, really creepy character. I didn't care for the story. <sighs> I thought they were going to do more with it. After all that buildup, that's what we got. Yeah. We got a barb. Yeah. Blech. Yeah. So. And now I'm like, now she's extra super rich because her parents are dead. Oh, I didn't even so think about that. So she can make that. even worse oh, choices. no. No. Yeah. yeah. Do not want. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Barb is terrible. And now she's terrible and super rich. Although, who the hell knows who they left their money to? Charity. They didn't seem to like her very much. That's true. <laughs> we leave Barb a dollar. Although I'm guessing they funded her because she never worked at this magical art gallery that she supposedly worked at. No. So I'm guessing she was still a trust fund baby. Well, who knows? But maybe that was just money to keep her away from them. They could have been could have been bribing her. So yeah, you stay over here in Gotham. We'll be upstate. Don't come visit. We hate you. (laughs) Stay away. Well, I mean, her butler didn't even know who the heck she was. So now he did. See what happens when you like people, Barb. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, he was he was bad, but he was good at being bad. I just didn't. The story is so done. Yeah. I, maybe it was just Barbara. Yeah. Had it been Leslie, would I have been? Would I have but been see, just turned off have, by would it? We have believed Leslie just put in that situation, not fighting, giving a name up. Don't know. Yeah. Being that complacent. Because I know she was in shock, but still, she seemed pretty. Like, especially when she was like, leave us alone. Well, Barb was pretty vulnerable when she walked into that situation. That's true. After the not breakup with Jim and And the the affair with Montoya, she was pretty broken to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, when you're told repeatedly that you're toxic. Well, because she is. Yeah, she is. I mean, hello. Yeah. So, I don't know. So now where do you think they're going to go now that uh, we got one more episode left? I have no clue. It's wartime, I think. Well, it's almost... Well, the ogre storyline is ended. Right. Because he he did. He did. So where do you go from here? Yeah. I mean, the next episode is supposed to be the cliffhanger. Yeah. The war's already... The war started. The ogre storyline's dead. We have fish left. Yeah. So maybe they'll leave us something with fish. Fish and the mob. And Oswald's still wreaking havoc. Well, because Oswald's now gotten what he wanted. He wanted them (laughs) pitted against each other. A sandwich? I'm sure he has a sandwich too. I really hope he has a sandwich. I hope Butch fixed him a sandwich. After all that, I I mean, he had a big day. It's true. If you start a war, I think maybe he gets a buffet. Yeah, or like a really like a party sub (laughs) and a and a and a parka instead of a sweater instead of a sweater. Yeah, maybe a hoodie. Yeah, 
gloves, ma- matching like, gloves, like a like an embroidered hoodie, and like a yeah, well, like a toboggan and some gloves, <laughs> the kind with the knitted line that that yes. connects the two gloves together, yes. so you don't lose the other one. Exactly. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. So I think next episode will be very interesting. Well, I want, or it had damn well better be. Well, I know. Well, I want to see where they leave us to lead into season two. Yeah, because they even kind of tied up the Ed stuff. Well, we've already we've covered, we've covered uh, the Riddler, we've covered Penguin, we've covered the uh, Electrocutioner, we've covered Scarecrow, we've hit all the high points. Yeah, we've even touched on Joker. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Wesley introduced and, and Robin. Yep. Right at about. least, at least the Graysons yeah. have been introduced. Uh, his parents, yeah, yeah, you know they're they're his, they're his parents. So I mean, what's left? Yeah, where do you go from here? And they still have not fucking explained how you control Gotham if you control Arkham because that kind of fell away. And who are these? Yeah, the whole Arkham thing's not hasn't been explained. And then who are these people who that are controlling controlling? You know, because you know Loeb isn't the people. top of that pyramid. No. And I get the feeling maybe Falcone isn't either. I don't think so either. Because, you know, because remember, um, 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 no, his name's not Lucifer. Lucius? No, the Harvey Dent, the guy Harvey Dent was after, Lovecraft. Lovecraft said that there was a, like, an organ, like, people. Is that? People, yeah. The what, people who really run Gotham. What is the, who are these people? Yeah. Court of Owls. <laughs> the League of Assassins. Uh, I'll be happy with that, man. If we can get Rachel Ghoul, that would be so cool. Oh, uh, he was on Flash. No. Yeah. One Arrow. Of those. Arrow. Arrow or he was Flash on Arrow. Or one of those. Yeah. They had Rachel Ghoul on Arrow. Yeah. I don't care. We could still do it. Yeah. So. So yeah, I don't know. So yeah, know. we're not going to see Batman. We know that much. We kn- we do know that. Um. So do you know what we haven't seen already? What? We haven't seen anybody answer the damn Barbara <gasps> Keene challenge. The Barbara Keene challenge. Which I'm very upset about because... Actually, if, if we get to the end of this season and nobody's answered it, I'm going to take this as confirmation from the interwebs that Barbara, Barbara is trash. terrible. Yeah, yeah and everybody just, thinks so. She's not even... She's just a bad character. She's not even a, a well-written bad character. <gasps> no, because I love a good bad character. Right. You know, you root, we root for a lot of horrible people on Game of Thrones. <laughs> just horrible people. Oh, I know. So, yeah. She's not really Yeah, she's just bad. She's, no. The execution, the idea. I get the idea behind her. And she's yeah. she's a necessary character. But I don't, I don't know what they're doing. What the hell are they doing with her? I don't, I, I honestly think she was there to play that role. This, that she's been in this, in this With arc. the ogre? Yeah. That, that, oh my gosh. Yeah. What a waste. Yep. That could have been anybody. Waste. She could have been that a really cool character. I would have li- I think I would have liked the Ogre storyline better if it had been a random victim. Yeah. That was that we could root for. Yeah. Because I was like, eh, whatever. Like I didn't care if Barb died. I was like, don't give him a name and then it'll kill you. Please kill her. Gone. But yeah. And then Leslie and Jim can name their kids after Barb and Jim instead of Barb and Jim naming their kids after Barb, Barb and Jim. Jim. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, if you if you guys out there have any logical or semi half formed reason reason as to why Barb is a necessary or good character, please, please, please let us know. You can email us at uh, randomtpodcast at gmail dot com. Yep. Or you can take uh, the you can try to get the Penguin special, 
which is if you can do said barb splaining in 140 characters or less on on Twitter on Twitter you tweet at us because you know we have to know that you did it. Um, we will find a way to get you a sandwich and a sweater if you make a good case for her. And that's international, wherever you are. Yep. Antarctica. Yep. We will we will get you a tuna fish sandwich. We will. And a really fluffy sweater. <laughs> a really big fluffy sweater. A really fluffy sweater. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, you ha- but you have to let us know about it. Um, I mean, if even if, if there's, you know of a meta on Tumblr. We would love to read it. Because I actually am us. very curious. I know, somebody, she cannot... Is she universally hated? Universally? It's starting to look like it. Somebody needs to let us know. Uh, but yeah, you can tag us on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Yep. So, and yeah, check us out. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr while you're there and find out all about all of our updates on all of our podcasts, not just Gotham, because we have others as well. We do. We, we're doing uh, Sleepy Hollow. We are doing, uh, we're picking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. up in the, um, in September when it starts season three. Right. We are doing uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, which are very important and they get their own feed. They do, they do. And we're also doing random movies, which are just movies we wanted to podcast about. Because we like them. And if you have any suggestions and want to listen to us babble about a movie for approximately an hour, let us know. Yeah. Agent Carter. Oh yeah, and Agent Carter. We're gonna um, Agent Carter is coming out in January, so we'll do season two when that comes out. But we will do season one before that happens. Yeah, look for that sometime, probably over the winter hiatus. This is yeah. hiati. Hiati. Yeah, sure. That's let's probably plural it. for that. Uh, and uh, last pimping, I think. Uh, check out our website. You can find all of our podcasts. You can listen to them all uh, at our website, uh, randomtpodcast.com. Oh, and also, we are going to, for Gotham, we are going to do a season two preview cast. Yes. Um, we are going to do some casting spoilers, um, some theories. We'll, we'll tell you before we hit the spoiler section if you want to be kept pure in the night. Right. Um, <laughs> pure in the night? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, nice one. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but yeah, if you if you have any theories, you kind of want to float past. If you want to get anything on the record for your friends and say, listen, nope. I, I called I it. I called that in, back in August. Yes. Bragging rights. Bragging rights. Yeah. Send it send it in to randomtpodcast at gmail.com and, and we'll talk about it. Because I'm, I'm really excited about the preview cast because now we can we can uh, speculate with the best of them now that now that we're pretending we haven't seen the rest of the season. <laughs> it has been tough. Yeah, it has been it it's, has been really hard. It's been hard. tough pretending we haven't seen the entire season. Yeah. And and talking about it without yeah. spoiling Because there have been future. many hand signals to go, that's the next episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> over here. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll that'll be done and over with. So that'll be And great. we're also going to be doing preview casts for for all our stuff that's yes. starting in the fall. So Yes, we'll be doing Agents of Shield, the Sleepy Hollow preview. Yeah. All that will be out there. Uh yeah. We're going to do an Agent Carter preview, too? Yeah. Okay. Heck, yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Why not? Yeah, I'll be all up on that. Yes, so. So, yeah, and um, if you would, guys, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, we would love it if you would leave us a rating or a like or a star or a heart or whatever. High five. Yeah, we'll whatever. Take it. Whatever your, your listening vehicle of choice will allow you. Uh, um, currently, we're on iTunes. Mm-hmm. We're on Stitcher. We're on Pocket Casts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are the only ones I know of, but yeah. I think we're probably on other feeds elsewhere. Probably, if I know how feeds work, which I really don't. Yeah, you're, really you're the not. person that does that. <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me these questions. 
Uh, but yeah, or you can comment on our posts on uh, on the website too. I believe. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. We have all the comments turned on. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So you're right. I do. Oh, <laughs> uh, is that is that all the pimping? It's all the pimping I know of. Okay. You got anything? I don't else have Harvey we... here to to help out with the pimping. So he looks so nice. I, this, I know you didn't I, like the slick back this, hair, but I, I like thought the he feathery nice. hair. I, I just have a thing for. You can't run your fingers through the product. That's true. That's just icky. He did look nice though. He, he did was look a nice very suit. Nice. He, he didn't c- shave though. I was very happy because I was I was worried about the you stubble. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's about to happen, but yeah, you get a little of that red showing through. Mm-hmm. You know, it was cute. It was mm-hmm. cute. Jim shaves a little too much. <laughs> Jim's probably one of those guys that he's like, well, it's twelve o'clock noon. I've got to shave again. <laughs> I bet. Well, you know, he lives in the locker room, <laughs> as does. we all know. He does. So. If he hasn't already moved in with Leslie, oh, who the hell knows? I, I have a question for you. Okay. I know we're here at the end of the podcast, and it's very possible we've lost some of our listeners because there's, oh, here's the pimping. We're going to log yeah, out Yeah, we're going to stop now. But I want to ask you. Okay. The title of this episode is The Anvil and the Hammer. Okay. What was the anvil and what was the hammer? It's, I don't know, because I was thinking, like, it's kind of like between, being between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. So, I mean, it could have been the whole ogre kills me or ogre kills my parents. That's such a, sh- that's a big stretch. That's another big stretch. Yeah. All, I don't get the title. I came, everything I came up with was, was reach, was a reach. I don't get the anvil and the hammer unless it's a reference to something that we have no idea. I don't know. I have no, Okay. Yeah. I just looked down and saw the anvil and the hammer. What the fuck does that have to do with yeah, anything? Usually, usually it's pretty easy to tell where the stuff came from. Yes, you can email us at randomtpodcast at gmail.com if you know the answer. If you have yeah, theories. if it's some cool Easter egg thing that we're missing, please tell us. Yeah, the Easter eggs have kind of just petered out. Yeah, they, they I missed blew them. their load. I missed them. Yeah, they had like 4,000 in the first episode. They did. It was sad. Okay, uh, now I'm done. Okay, all right. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys.